Now, this is part two of power to make wealth. Power to make wealth. We covered part one last Sunday, and now we are in part two, and we flow by the Spirit of God. I want to request you to be very, very attentive because God is speaking to you and to me right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Verse 3, the Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Hallelujah. Power to make wealth. Isaiah 60 from verse 1 to 3 is a prophetic word of our time. Isaiah saw in the lenses of the spirit what will be happening in the year 2021 going forward. What will be happening and what is happening in this season? Number one, darkness, confusion, panic, worry, anxiety will cover the earth. Aha. What will happen in this season? It will get worse with time. The Bible says deep darkness deep darkness in other words shall cover the people in other words darkness will get more deeper and more ridiculous and more weird what else will happen but the bible says the people of god will be covered by the glory of god his glory shall cover the people of god many people will admire the people of god the kingdom stewards men that are sold out to god aha uh -huh. Seeing that darkness will be everywhere, the men of light will shine the brightest. I want to prophesy to you right now in accordance to Isaiah 60, verse 1 to 3. It's your season to shine the brightest in the name of Jesus. And today I break every darkness around you. I cast every darkness around you. Because that darkness is against, you, is against the covenant of Isaiah 60, verse 1. To verse 3 many people will begin to gravitate towards god when they see the light of god that is operating in your life so isaiah 60 from verse 1 to 3 is a prophetic word both for the people of the world and for the children of god for the children of god they shall enjoy goshen the light of god the glory of god the children of the world darkness confusion panic anxiety will multiply so hear me anxiety is not your portion confusion is not your portion darkness is not your portion worry is not your portion you must reject them you belong to the children of the light so glory is your portion can i hear somebody say amen now last sunday we covered three major points we say number one for you to be able to manifest your wealth to, to to walk in the power the power of wealth and to manifest isaiah 60 from verse 1 to 3 number one you need to embrace the revelation that wealth is part 
of your redemption package. The Bible says in Revelation 5.12, Revelation 5.12, saying with a loud voice, What is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing? And we say that Jesus never just died for you to go to heaven, which is part of it. He didn't just die so you can you can be able to forgive your sins part of the redemption package it is power riches wisdom strength honor glory and blessing riches is part of it so therefore you must believe that riches and wealth is part of my redemptive package that revelation will start something in the spirit and it will position you to begin to walk in wealth we say number two it's just a little recap number two we say you must possess a big vision that attracts wealth possess a big vision that attracts wealth we say great wealth answers to a great vision we say the quality of your vision determines the level of god's provision to you and we checked what god told abraham he said abraham as far as your eyes can see i'll give it to you if you see big you will have it big and he said this last sunday we said that you can never feature in a future that you have never pictured with your vision or with your mind you can never feature in a future that you have never pictured and we said you must possess a great vision from god that will attract great wealth and that is your portion in the name of jesus christ and we say if your mind can conceive it your hand can handle it and heaven will release it to you glory be to god then we say number three just a little recap if you never participated in last sunday's teaching you can go to the to the internet and you can be able to get the message now number three we say let the advancement of the kingdom of God be your main passion and your main priority. We say joyfully partner with God through giving your tithe 10% of your wealth to the work of God. Aha. Uh -huh. We say joyfully partner with God through giving sacrificial offerings to the house of God. Whatever means supporting the work of God become an ardent committed addicted partner we said joyfully partner with god by giving to us the work of soul winning honor god with your wealth by giving your free will offering and your first fruit offering we said partner with god by building his house and god will build your house that is how you begin to tap into the power to make wealth we said partner with god by giving to us the poor also he that giveth to the poor lendeth to the law and god will repay him handsomely so partner with god by giving to us the poor ha i want to appreciate many people that have been bringing shoes and and clothes for us to take to the people of pocot even somebody brought some money for us to buy them bibles hear me that is how you tap into the power to to unlock wealth the power
to make wealth. Hear me. God promises to prosper those who favor his righteous cause. And we tackled that extensively last Sunday. Now today, I want to give you only one point. And I believe as I give it to you, it will be a great blessing. Number four, the key to unlock the power to make wealth is be productive. Be productive. Produce something. Genesis 1 and verse 28. Genesis 1 and verse 28. The Bible says, Then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, my focus is, be fruitful be fruitful or produce something become productive hear me brothers and sisters there is a connection between the blessing of God and the productivity of a man the blessing of God cannot manifest in a life that is unproductive the blessing of the Lord or world cannot manifest on an irresponsible people. The blessing of God or wealth cannot manifest in people that are not resourceful. People that are not fruitful. Listen to this. John 15 and verse 8. John 15 and verse 8. The Bible says, By these my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples by these my father is glorified that you become productive you become fruitful hear me if you want the glory of God if you want wealth to gravitate towards you and towards me we must commit to being fruitful become productive produce something let me give you basic facts that are known to many of us the basic fact of making money as they say is that money is a reward for for people it's a reward to people people get in exchange for the provision of goods and services that one we know here it is a reward people get in exchange for the provision of goods and services in other words money is the reward given for being productive i'm gonna bring it from the word of god in a minute money is the reward given for being productive aha uh -huh. now there are two levels of being productive you can either produce a product or you can produce a service i'm sharing wisdom now you can either produce a product or you can produce a service. Let's talk about producing a product. You can be a tailor ha, of an excellent cloth. By doing so, you receive money for the cloth. That is a product. For example, I have a tailor who does my clothes. And she's excellent in, in her own way. And by so doing, I have to pay her to do the same. You can bake a delicious cake. And by doing so, you receive money for it. 
that is a product. That product becomes the avenue for wealth, for the power, becomes the empowerment through which God brings money, wealth, riches into your life. Aha. <laughs> In fact, life is made of products. Have you ever thought about it? Life is made of products. Life is made possible by the productivity of men. Today you slept on a bed, a carpenter made. You covered yourself with a duvet or a blanket. Somebody made it. You woke up, you stepped out and entered into a bathroom. Through a door, a carpenter, a carpenter made. You connected to the shower. <coughs> the connection of the shower is the work of a plumber. <laughs> yeah. You bathe with a soap. It's the work. It's the production of somebody. You wipe yourself using a towel. It's the production of somebody. You wore a dress. It's an idea of somebody. You sprayed yourself some perfume. It's the idea of somebody. You wore yourself some shoes. It's the idea of somebody. You stepped into a car manufactured either in Germany or wherever else. It's an idea of somebody. You sat on an office chair made by someone. Working on a computer made by someone. Using a pen is a product of someone. You, you wrote on a paper is a product of someone. Then during lunchtime, you ordered large, which is a production of somebody. I'm using a microphone, the production of somebody. Aha. <laughs> Everything. Right now, we have laptops. It's a production of somebody. Hear me, brothers and sisters. Life is made possible by productive men. My question is, what are you producing? All these things, they cost money. All these products I've named, they cost money. All that money is gravitating towards the men that produced it. My question is, what are you producing? <laughs> you can also produce a service. It's not a mass you did with goods. You can be an excellent service provider. There are men who are earning more by offering services that even manufacturers and men with companies there are employees that are doing excellently well and earning a lot of money because they are giving quality services. I can't wait for next Sunday. I have something to share with you. It's powerful. Now listen to this. You can offer a dry cleaning service. By doing so, you receive money. You can be a skillful doctor. By doing so, you are paid for excellent skills. I'm a clinic officer by profession. I used to work. And I used to get money for the same. You can be an excellent instrumentalist, like our keyboard is here. And by playing the instrument, you are paid for it. You can be an IT person. And by doing so, you are paid for it. You're watching this via Facebook or YouTube produced by somebody. It's a service. Ha. You can be an excellent human resource manager. Or an excellent call center person. It's a service. And you begin to get wealth. Gravitate towards you. I'm trying to expound. That hear me. The power to make wealth. Is only available to men. That are committed to being productive. Ha. 
we have men today i have so many of my friends that do what we call consultancy these men are paid for offering excellent skills in the areas of the expertise that is a service and they are paid for it aha you can be an a great an accountant and your work is to organize people's money and you're paid for it for that skill ha huh? when you go to a saloonist they fixed your air that is a service when you send money using mobile money you use an application that somebody came up with is a service hear me for you to access wealth you must be productive something must come out of you there must be a production something either a service or a product ha you and i need to increase our productivity god gave us a command genesis 1:28 i read to you he says be fruitful be fruitful produce something be productive <laughs> hallelujah let me now take take you to the bible take you to the bible in the bible men who walked in wealth were productive men abraham was a livestock farmer you can read that in genesis 13 verse 2 isaac was an irrigation farmer he dug wells and used them to get the job done you can read that in genesis 26 from verse 18 genesis 28 verse 18 jacob he dealt with animal husbandly and he doubled it up with genetic engineering this man became rich because he was productive look at our patriarchs of faith their wealth was not by luck it was through productivity they were productive men i checked some of the men in the bible i saw ahithophel ahithophel he offered excellent counseling services he was the king's advisor in second samuel chapter 16 and verse 23 second samuel 16 verse 23 talking about ahithophel the bible says in those days the advice ahithophel gave was like that of one who inquires of god that was how both david and absalom regarded all ahithophel's advice this man excelled as a counselor until his counsel was like the voice of god you can become a counselor and you can be able to uh, excel in it and wealth will begin to gravitate towards you wealth is for productive men daniel my god look at this man daniel was an excellent civil servant an administrator with an equal managerial and leadership skills he was so good such that he served in four regimes he was they couldn't get a replacement every government could not get a replacement for daniel he was an equal he was unparalleled he was exceptional he was unprecedented all of that put together this man daniel the bible says in daniel 6 and verse 3 daniel 6 and verse 3 now daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators daniel was an administrator <laughs> that is how this man 
who are able to tap into the world of wealth because they were productive. My question is, are you productive? Are you producing a product or a, or a, or a service that is connecting you to the world of wealth and causing God to cause wealth to gravitate towards you? The Bible says, be fruitful and multiply. Look at Joseph. <laughs> now, I know, please don't, don't check out. I, I, I know I, I'm, I'm triggering something. Uh-huh. Joseph was an unparalleled corporate servant. A political analyst. Gifted in dreams interpretation. And an excellent manager too. You can read that in Genesis 41, 33 to 36. I can't even settle to talk about Solomon. Solomon was a trainer par excellence. He established both the Lord and see trading systems. Business people connect with this. He traded with ships. During his reign, Solomon controlled the trade routes coming out of Edom, Arabia, India, Africa, and Judea. This man, through wisdom, he formed strong international relationships with other nearby powerful nations as Egypt, Moab, Tyre, and Arabia. He was an astute political leader. He established a functional divorce system of government, which is not working here in our country. God will have mercy on us. This man wrote many wisdom books like Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. He was productive. That's the point here. Today I'm saying produce something. Believe God to be so productive and well, God will begin to cause well to gravitate towards you. This man wrote love books like the songs of Solomon. He wrote poems. You've never read a romantic book until you read songs of Solomon. <laughs> he wrote poems focusing on themes like love, wisdom, beauty, power, desire, sex, and loyalty. This man was productive in his generation. No wonder we are producing songs. No wonder we are writing books. Because we are purpose in our time. We must become productive. What are you producing? This man, he wrote about science and trees. He wrote about, he wrote verses. Some of you understand what verses means. Solomon composed 3,000 proverbs and the songs numbered 1,005. My God. You can read that in 1 Kings chapter 4 and verse 32. Talk about Moses. What I want to speak to you today is that people don't get rich and wealthy by luck only. No, it's not luck. It is by being productive, which is the command of our Lord. Be fruitful. Be productive. At the end, I'll tell you how to get it done. Ha. Moses was a very learned student of Egypt University. He qualified with first class honors in political science and bachelor in leadership and communication. It's in the Bible. Acts 7 verse 22. Acts 7 verse 22. So Moses was educated in all the wisdom and the culture of the Egyptians. And he was a man 
of power in words and deeds. Oh, I mean, he exhausted the education of the Egyptians. And the Egyptians were like the United States of America today. They were the, the civilized culture of the day. They were the, it was the nation that was happening. This man went to every university. No wonder he was the most celebrated pastor who pastored over three million people. Glory be to God. What are you producing? What are you producing? That is my question today. <laughs> when you become productive, you create an avenue of wealth. Ha! <laughs> you must produce something. Let's talk about David. As I conclude and we begin to pray. We're going to pray for the anointing of productivity. Some of you, you produced too. But there's still more in you. There's still more in you. God placed now. God judges you based on the capacity he placed in the inside of you. The Bible says about David in 1 Samuel 16 and verse 18. 1 Samuel 16 and verse 18. One of the young men said, Behold, I've seen the son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is a skillful musician, a brave and a competent man, a warrior, discerning, prudent and eloquent in speech, and a handsome man. Wow! Just to add it all, the guy looked good. And the Lord was with him. This man was an excellent instrumentalist. He was a warrior, a military man, an excellent communicator, an anointed politician, and an excellent psalmist. All these were the expertise of David. No wonder David excelled. He became so rich that actually he sponsored the building of the house of God. Though he was not the one who built. He said, son, so you don't give an excuse for not building the house of God. In my lifetime, I'm going to sponsor. I'm going to leave all the money needed. Your work will only be to build. Wealth came to him because he was productive. What are you producing? <laughs> but pastor, I don't know what to produce. Let me give you one wisdom. Then we pray. Are you there? If you're listening to me, shout hallelujah. Nobody should say that I have nothing to do. Nobody should sit in the house and, and there's nothing you're doing. There's something God deposited in you. And until you tap into it and become productive, yeah, the power to get wealth, it flows in the direction of the productive man. Let's read. Let's, let's just learn from one of the insects. One of the insects. In Proverbs 6 and verse 6. I'm going to use this to make a point. The Bible says, take a lesson from the ant. So if you can take a lesson from the ant, you can also take a lesson from the bee. So forget about the ant. Let's go to the bee. <laughs> Here. Let's take a lesson from the bee. This is how bees make honey. Are you still there? If you're there, shout hallelujah. This is how bees make money. Or they make honey. 
Yeah. <laughs> they fly to where flowers are. They suck nectar into one of their stomachs. They have two stomachs. Once the nectar gets into the stomach, their digestive enzymes that turn the nectar into the gold called honey. All right? Now, after the enzymes turns it into honey, the bee regurgitates it or vomits it out. I, I don't want to say that word because I may spoil your appetite for honey, but nonetheless, it tastes good on bread. I'm telling you. Here. So, <laughs> the bee vomits it out. Here. And then, yeah, because it is very watery, the bee uses the wings to create air current to evaporate excess water. It flaps its wings continuously to evaporate excess water and thicken the honey. That's what you and I, we harvest. And then we enjoy, I'm telling you. We apply on bread and then we eat. And then we say, praise the Lord. <laughs> of course, I presented a summary of how bee produces honey. But there's a lesson we can learn from the bee. Number one, the bee goes to where the flowers are. Gets the nectar. So this is my advice. Go out. Go get information. Go to school. Get your nectar. Do a course. That is nectar. Read a book that is nectar. Go for training to acquire a skill that is nectar. For in tears somewhere to acquire some skills that is nectar. Go to different flowers. The bee goes to thousand flowers to fill the stomach with nectar. <laughs> yeah. Connect with a mentor to catch some wisdom that becomes your nectar. The second thing the bee does when the nectar enters into the stomach. Their enzymes that turns the nectar begins to work on it so that it turned from nectar to honey. So let the enzymes in you, the talent in you, the creativity in you, the grace in you, the wisdom in you, the discipline in you, the information in you, the skill in you, turn whatever you have collected everywhere, turn it out. And bring it out as honey. Bring it out as a product. Bring it out as a song. Bring it out as a book. Bring it out as a business idea. Bring it out as something. A product or a service. So collect the nectar. Produce your honey. You've got what it takes in the inside of you. To produce something. That is how this Mr. B-man is able to produce honey. My goodness, I hope I'm clear today. Hear me, the bee is productive. You too, and myself, we must become productive. I'm tired of the non-believers working with money, and believers don't have money. It's not the will of God. We are turning the narrative by the wisdom of God. But the key is, we must become productive and take over the market. Ha <laughs> ha. Notice this. Now, this is amazing. Both bee and fly, they are both insects. They both have wings. 
In fact, I did my study, and I don't want to bore you with a lot of studies, and I discovered the fly has four wings. The bee has two wings. So actually, the fly looks more fly. The fly looks like a slay queen. You know what I'm trying to say? The bee is managed only two wings. <laughs> excess body mass, excess beauty, excess muscles will not bring you wealth. You may look better from the outside, but it is not how you look like the fly looks better from the outside, but it doesn't have the capacity of productivity. It is your productivity that determines your relevance and your wealth. <laughs> yeah. Now listen, bees are respected. Flies are despised. Bees are sweetening the world. Flies are spreading germs and diseases. What is the difference? One is productive. The other one is destructive. <laughs> In this life, you are either productive or destructive. And wealth gravitates towards productive men. If you sit in the house all day doing nothing, watching television, you are not productive, you are destructive. Watching television, it is like going to somebody's office. Take a seat to watch them work. The people we watch on television, they are being productive. And you're sitting down to watch them work the entire day. Season 1, season 2, season 3. My question is, if you're watching them, when are we going to watch you? <laughs> are you still here? I'm trying to challenge you. I'm not trying to pull you down. I'm trying to challenge you. <laughs> so listen, if you ask me, Pastor, I went to school. I'm, I'm planning to go to school. Only go to school to collect your nectar. Don't go to school to write notes. Don't go to school to accumulate certificates. Don't go to school to pass exams. Go to school to collect wisdom. Collect knowledge. Then manufacture your own honey. Until you can manufacture your own honey, you shall not be respected. The business you have is your honey. Increase the productivity level. The job you have is your honey. Offer excellent services. And I'll, I'll dig it deeper next Sunday by the grace of God. Hear me. The bee is despised. The fly is despised. The bee is honored and admired. Because the bee is productive. The fly is not productive. We have two kinds of believers. The bee believers and the fly believers. Hear me? It's time to be productive. The Bible says, as lawful man is a brother to the destroyer. In other words, when you're not productive, you are actually destructive. God gave us a command. Be fruitful. Multiply. Dominate. Subdue. God was trying to tell us, be productive. And wealth will gravitate towards you produce something. That is my message today. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your blessing.